Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. Welcome. In today's episode, I interview Nathalie Doremier. She is a membership expert and coach, and she has been working with her husband creating membership sites for over a decade. In this episode, Nathalie talks to us about all the different things we need to keep in mind and the different business models that we can build with our own membership site. Hello, Natalie. Thank you very much for joining us today. I'm really happy and excited to have you on the show because I have so many questions to ask you today. So, Natalie, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience and let us know what you do and who you do it for? Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. So, uh, for the audience who doesn't know me, my name is Natalie. And, uh, I run a business with my husband and my son. Uh, it's a family business. We've been in business for 15 years. And uh, right now, as of, you know, right now, because it's evolved, uh, what we do is we help entrepreneurs leverage their expertise by helping them create online programs and generate recurring income. So we build membership sites and online portals, basically. Oh, excellent. Membership sites. It's such a meaty topic. I'm, I'm really excited to, to dive into this. So Natalie, you know, the first thing is, first of all, you know, lately, because a lot of people have been, you know, first a lockdown and then, you know, a lot of changes, we have seen a lot of people go into the membership site model. So who should have a membership site? You know, is there a particular type of business that, you know, would really benefit from adding a membership site maybe to their business model? So actually, I believe that any business can have a membership site. And I actually believe that we all have a membership site idea inside of us. Uh, if you have an expertise or a passion or a life experience that you can share with people, then you pretty much have, you know, a membership idea. So now in terms of when does it make sense to add it to your business? Um, usually the, at least the people that come to me for this, um, they are clear on who they help. They are getting people results, but they are looking to leverage their expertise and their time. So they're like, how do I take what I know and help more people. So some people want to create a movement. Some people do it because they want a recurring income. And some people do it because they want to start to do less of the things that they do right now that is a lot of trading time of mo for money, kind of like coaches, for example. And they want to transition into something where they get some type of time back so they can do something else. And that is my ideal audience. That's really interesting, uh, Natalie, because you mentioned the time and also, you know, that you can leverage sort of doing less. But, you know, a lot of people think that memberships are going to make them really, really busy. Actually, people tend to be, including myself, afraid of the, the, the membership model because they think, oh my goodness, this is so much work. It's not less work. So can you explain a little bit your perspective on this? Because you mentioned that this could be a time saver. So I'm, I'm all ears when it comes to these things. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So actually, it can be a time saver and it will be a time saver if you create it in a way that it saves you time and leverage, leverages your time. So what I mean by that is when people sometimes start a membership, they overcome it and they think that they have to keep creating content and content and content and very often that is what's preventing them from starting in the first place because they are afraid to commit to creating so much content. Well, I have news for you. It's not about more content. In fact, if you can help people with less content, even better. So it's about how can you serve them in a way where you can leverage your time, right? It doesn't have to, people don't wanna watch hours and hours of videos. They want results or they want to learn or they want to be inspired or they want to be held accountable. They don't want more content. They want more results. Excellent. So what you're saying is that a membership site is not about giving people lots and lots of content, but it's about maybe having the right format of content that's going to drive these results. And, you know, from obviously the next question is, is quite an obvious one. So from, from your clients, from the people you have worked with, what would you say would be a good format to, you know, that doesn't take maybe hours of video, but helps the, the clients achieve results, you know? What would be an example of that? There are different ways that you can add a membership a component to your business. And depending on where you do it and the price point, the content and the support is going to be different. So let me explain. For example, you're doing this to leverage, right? Help more people, have a bigger impact, make more money. So what you're going to do is you're going to look at what you do already right now. So maybe you're someone who has an audience, so you're great at bringing people to us. Maybe you have a pretty good size list, you know how to list build, but you're, you are not converting people so well into your one-on-one, -on -one, right? So if you are able to create that audience, then you can create a front-end membership that can be a lower price point, right? Where people are going to be able to self-study and you only create that content once. You don't have to, you know, that can be like a program in itself, maybe with a monthly call where they ask you Q&As, questions, right? You do Q&As. But the goal of this membership is to address the objections and get them ready for your next program, which could be one-on-one, -on -one, which could be by a course or something like that. So there is that first kind. In that kind of membership, that's lower price point, less of your time, more self-study. So probably more content that you create once, right? Create the content once and then sell, make money forever. That's what they say with this type, okay? But then you also have the other one. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm not like building that audience, that front-end audience is not really my thing. However, I'm doing a pretty good job at bringing people to my coaching program or my masterminds, right, my group coaching. But once the program is done, I leave money on the table because I have nothing. So then you can create a back-end membership. Those memberships tend to be higher price point, doesn't necessarily need content, but need more of your accountability. This is all people that have gone through your program. They know your process, right? They know your culture, they know how you work, and you can support them through the program that they've gone to get, you know, with, with you, and then you can continue to provide accountability. And there, you almost have no content to create. 
You just show up, show up and you be there for them, okay? So you see how depending on the people and the level they are at, it's, it, you have to figure out how you can continue to support them, right? And usually what you do is you ask them, you ask them what they want next from you. Ooh, that is so smart. That is so smart. You know, I, I actually for a second forgot and I was going to start taking notes for <laughs> what we were recording because what you said is, is so important. For instance, that is a problem I have in my business. I do a lot of one-to-one -one coaching. I have my signature group program, which runs once a year so far. And, you know, people after that, they kind of, I can see because they stay in my community and they email me, I can see that they crave more support and they, and, and I have nowhere to, to take them after that. So maybe this is a great idea, but I really love the way you, yeah. you're not talking about the typical membership. It's a different business model. It's a different business model. So you have the membership that you know, there are memberships out there where the, the sole business is, there is only one offer and it's a membership, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's all that they do. And they create tons of content. You'll mm -hmm. see that those memberships tend to be lower price point, mm -hmm. right? Because people consume a lot of content and very often they don't even consume everything, but they are like, they, they feed on your content. Oh, every month there is something and I'm going to consume it, right? So you wanna, you wanna see where your audience is. Does your audience want to spend time consuming content or do they want to spend time doing and they need your support and your accountability for that, right? So I'm not saying it's wrong to create content. I'm just saying that it, it's not necessarily what they need, right? That's right, that's right. That, that is so smart, actually. That is very smart. So I'm... I'm going to circle you back a little bit to, to what you mentioned before. So you said that you save time because you don't have to create so much content. So how much, let's say, if you are a coach, so how much time would you then spend yourself? You know, do you see any, any commonalities in terms of the expectations? Do, you know, does your audience expect you to be in a membership site if they're paying for you? you know, are you expected to be there, I don't know, once a week, once a month? Um, I've seen all types, so I'm just wondering, you know, what you think is kind of the magic number. So there, there are like different kinds of memberships. You know, it's like the price, the price point and the, I want to say the, the price point and the level of accessibility kind of go hand in hand, right? So for ex example, I am in a membership that is pretty high, high in the price point, but we have calls every week. But I don't have to come to all the calls, but we have calls every week. And, and this is because we are action takers and, 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 and we, we need that and we can get that if we need it, okay? And so it's really going to, to depend on, again, what your audience is at where, you know, at what level they are and how do you think you can support them? So one of the best way to find out actually, because usually it doesn't come from us. I mean, I wish we could say, oh, I have this expertise, therefore I know what my people want. The reality is the people that you're gonna bring in your online program are gonna be slightly different. There is another lot, but slightly different than your one-on-one. Than, than -on -one. And let them tell you, 
let them tell you what it looks like, you know, and actually you've talked to them, you've worked with them probably one on one, one with them one on one or in a group, and you can survey them and find out what does accountability and support look like to them, right? And then build a build a program around that. I mean, when you're going to create a program for people that have already given you money, right, and already trust you and you've already given them some results. Those are the easiest people to convert to the next thing if you've done a good job and you've helped them. So let them tell you what it looks like. And then you have to make sure that it matches with what you want to do, right? Because if they say like, oh, I want, I want you every week and this is not, you don't want to show up every week, then of course, obviously it's not a match. So you want to look at both sides. That's right. That's yeah. You have to find the happy medium. Maybe that keeps everybody happy. That's great. Oh, so, you know, in terms of the content then that goes in the membership, so, you know, what kind of content mm-hmm. do people expect? Can you use, you know, a lot of people create a lot of free content um, that they put online. Is it, you know, mm-hmm. should you put only paid content within a membership or can you also reuse perhaps content that you've used on your YouTube channel or on Facebook lives? What's your take on that? So, I think, I mean, reusing content, I think, is, is really the way to go. You know, very often people, again, think that they have to create content, but they probably already have content out there that makes sense. And some people might feel that you cannot put content that is free out there inside your membership because people are paying. But guess what? People are willing to pay for quick, easy, organized access to content, okay? So even if they know that they are somewhere else, you know, for free, they are willing to pay for this convenience, right? It's like you save them time, you create content. So if you can organize it in a way that is easy for them to access based on what they need, then by any means, yes, please repurpose. So to answer your question about how do you create content, there are different types of memberships, right? You have the memberships that are community-based, So people create a community of people where it's a safe place where people have a common interest or common expertise or they are learning something similar and you provide support, right? So that can be that. But you can also help people through a transformation, right? Through learning something, right? Whether you're a business coach or you're teaching knitting or something like that. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you're going to have stages. You're going to identify, identify stages that people are, you know, in, right? So your membership then can have content based on these stages. And then what will make people stay in the membership is to not feel overwhelmed by too much content, but having a way when they get into your membership, through maybe a self-assessment or something like that to say, oh, okay, I'm a beginner, for example. Let's say you have stages that are beginner, intermediate, advanced, rockstar, something like that, right? You take, the qu- you take the quiz, the self-assessment, and it identifies you as a beginner. It's say, congratulations, you are in that phase, and when you're in that phase, this is the content that you should be focusing on. Once you're done, take the assessment again see if you're ready for the next phase so when you do that you can have more content it's not going to feel overwhelming because now you're telling them this is all this is what you need to focus on 
And that's how you make people stay in a membership because suddenly they feel like they can have the vision of where they're going, but they do it at their own pace, right? And it's not overwhelming. You focus on the step you're in. That's great because that allows them to go at any speed they want and the content is all there and it's all taken care of. Wow, this, this has been really, really enlightening, Natalie. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy we talked about this because, you know, sometimes you think, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to sit down and create hours and hours of video in order to be able to create a membership site. And then, of course, there's the expense that goes with it. But you have made it sound such, like such a natural part of any business, really. So that's, that's really exciting. I have one final question for you, and this is a question that I ask all my guests. So I'd like to know, Natalie, if you've ever created a piece of content, um, you know, that was absolutely your best piece, you know, maybe something that went viral or got lots of engagement or, you know, it was really good for your business. Membership guide, a step-by-step membership guide. And the idea behind that is that I wanted to create a piece of content that would get people ready to book a call with me. You know, like that piece of content where after you've gone switch, you're like, oh my gosh, what's next? And at the end, it's like, well, a call because you give them clarity that it is possible. You kind of give them the step on the what, but not the how. And that got me hundreds and hundreds of signups. So one, I mean, my big win, I can tell you right now, I still remember, is I, I got someone on a call and she showed me a wall and there was my thing printed on her wall (laughs) like there was actually a site map of what a membership would look like you know the public part and then once they sign up like the site map of the site and she had it printed so when i see that i'm like okay that's a good freebie that's a good freebie because it did the job signed up they got it they printed it they stick and then they booked the call and, and and i signed them as a client I signed her as a client. Fantastic. So that, Brilliant. Was, that was a great one. Excellent. Wow, that, that sounds amazing. And when you, when you do it up, uh, when you do it and refresh it, you're going to have to send it to us. <laughs> Maybe if you can do it on time, we can put yes, it in the definitely. show notes as well. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that would be great. I would love that. Oh, brilliant. That, that's great. Thank you. So where can people find you, Natalie? So people can find us on our website, which is newsoftwaremarketing.com. This is the name of our company. And they can also find me on nataliedorenio.com, which I will spare you the, the spelling. <laughs> Excellent. My name, so. Excellent. So we'll make sure we put those in the show notes. And we, we discussed a little bit earlier um, whether you wanted to give people a little gift or a little offer if they want to book a call with you. Yeah, sure. So actually, um, we have a, I have a freebie that is called 10 Ideas to Create Money-Making Content with Assets You Already Have. Okay. So this is exactly to address that objection of, oh my gosh, I need to create more content. It's a freebie that I've had for almost a year, I think, but it's basically helping you going through everything that you have that you might not even remember you do and how you can sometimes just tweak it 
and turn it into really relevant content for your online program. So I can share that with you. Fantastic. Yes, and we'll put all the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for being with us today. And it was really, really valuable. I'm, I'm sure people are going to pop over to the show notes and check out all these fabulous links. And we'll all be getting membership sites. Thank you so much, Natalie. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. Thank you for listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback or a question, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.